Windshield time again. Welcome, ladies and germs. There we go. Million dollars, I couldn't tell you who that is. Ah, good day. Just leaving the golf course, which is unique because I rarely ever leave the golf course because I very rarely ever go to the golf course. But, uh... I started playing this golf tournament a handful of years ago and um, it uh, benefits the uh, Nashville Firefighters Rescue Fund. In essence, what it is is for firefighters, their union, they have a fund set up so different firefighters can, that are going through difficult situations death in the family or illness or something like that it's a fund there to help out um their fellow firefighters but they had this golf tournament that i started when i was at yazoo i didn't start it at yazoo i didn't start the golf tournament i don't have anything to do with the organization i started participating and donating beer when i was at yazoo and um met this really good dude my buddy dan from down in Memphis, Memphis firefighter. He's married to my buddy Mike's sister. Dan uh, introduced me to Barry and kind of just hit it off. And he's a great dude. Him and his wife Christine. He's got a couple, a uh, couple kids, but they're a little older. Barry had his first one when he was twenty. Uh, son's now twenty, twenty-one. The paramedic. Now Barry's a good dude. I play on uh, his team. With uh, with him and then another dude named uh, his last name's Griggs. I, I don't I don't I can't remember what his first name is. And today we played with this other dude named Peanut, which is funny because I know two people named Peanut now. Um, but Peanut and Griggs are really good golfers. Gary, Barry's a good golfer. Me, I am not a good golfer. Yeah, I can barely even say that I'm a golfer. I am. I can play golf. And I don't even have my own clubs. I borrow my buddy Mike's clubs for the most part. Mike hasn't used them in about three or four years, and I've had them since then. But um, one of the great things about playing this tournament and why I love playing it is it it uh, I get to spend some one-on-one -on -one time with these guys. And Nashville's growing so much, man, that these guys, just hearing some of the calls that they going out on on a regular basis and the stuff that they interact with on a regular basis is just, excuse me, just mind blowing to me. Every day I'm, I beat it to death. I'm tired, I'm sure you're listening, tired of hearing me talk about it, but damn, life's good, man. And you hear these calls these guys are going on and the stuff that they deal with on a regular basis and still get up every day and want to put in overtime and do the best they can. It's just really incredible to me. But, um, it was a good day hanging out with them, just catching up. Um, another note today, my wife and I made our final, final payment on some uh, medical and a little bit of credit card debt that we had. Um, that we just paid off all that. That was good. Feels pretty good. Feels good to live a minimalistic lifestyle to where there's only so much bandwidth I have to handle things and to give things attention. Like for the longest time, I, my time, I was just trying to do so many things for so many people 
and it was enjoyable and I wanted to help people out. But if you're not doing the best job that you can for yourself and for them, then it kind of defeats the whole purpose. And I realized after a while, that's what I was doing. But just stretched so thin that it was just a half-assed job. I realized that today is that we were, um, they had Mission Barbecue come out and uh, bring some pulled pork and some grilled chicken and some chicken sandwiches. And it was just two women, two women, they were there and they had little chafing dishes of pulled pork and of chicken. And then they had hamburger buns, little tiny like slider buns. But there was no other ingredients. There wasn't slaw, there wasn't sauce. There was sauce there if you want to put it on it. But the only thing that was on them was just either pulled pork or chicken on a bun and done. And one girl kind of had it together and the other one was really just kind of frazzled about the whole situation because the wind was blowing and there was stuff getting blown all over the place and this and that. And uh, it kind of, I, I realized just how in perspective, how many times I've been in that situation where I'd rush to get to an event or to help somebody out or to do something and I was just a frazzled ass mess. And it just kind of defeat the whole purpose at the point you were there because the way it makes other people feel is like, yeah, they're glad you're there, but if you're a damn disaster and you're sweating profusely and you're running all over the place and you're slinging shit all over the place and everything, just trying to get the job done because you're running 30, 40 minutes an hour late, it really defeats the whole purpose of what your overall goal is. It's not about what you're doing. It's about how you're doing it. You know? I'm not sure what the, the overall point of that story was other than just trying to focus on less stuff. Focus on less stuff and more meaningful stuff. However that applies, I suppose. You know? Just uh, even to where, you know, I look at the amount of time that I used to spend on my phone. And I see it now because my wife spends a lot of time on her phone because... Not necessarily around our kids, but she does because she has to handle a lot of stuff for uh, her bar, you know, between employees, and she handles all the social media and stuff for it. And I think our average per day, per use, hers is about four and a half, five hours. Mine's about an hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes. But I, I can't, I man, to each his own, I can't, can't say anything negative because for five, seven years. I was probably spending more time than that on my phone. And the worst part is, was it wasn't even for my own business. It was for somebody else's business, which is interesting. Um, you know, not to say and justify one or the other, but it's just the reality that I can't, can't rain judgment on what somebody else does. Or you can't make somebody act any better or worse or different or whatever. It's like, that's what they do. You either accept it or you don't. I'm about to have a first guest on the show outside of my, or another new guest on the show. It's called the lady that works at Starbucks drive-through. See all the pictures of stuff they had. Oh yeah, could I get a um, let's see, a sugar-free soy vanilla latte iced? What was that? A sugar-free soy vanilla latte iced. Yeah, what size? Uh, medium would be fine. That's it. It's going to be 541. Thank you. For you folks listening at home, that would be a grande. 
A grande is the medium. That's dad speak for medium. Um, normally don't get coffee this time, but I'm, I'm very tired. I think being out in the sun since 8 a.m. till now kind of zapped me. That and I drank a gallon of water, so that was that was fun. But um, yeah, I was going with that. But yeah, it's it's all good. You know, it's just in perspective. Got the kids in school. We had uh, our two youngest out of school. My wife and I were alternating, mostly her, for the first three or four months. In the last month or so, I've been rushing home or trying to get the kids, you know, when we stagger babysitters. But we finally just got all three of our kids are in school each day now, which is nice. Just trying to have a schedule. I get why some people would probably think it's better to have kids in, in homeschool or be stay-at-home mom and to each his own on that. But I think you're really depriving yourself and your kids of the social interaction of being around people like yourself because if you had to if it wasn't even your kid and i just said hey watch this two-year-old and try to come up with fun things to you for them to do and that you're going to find that you want to do there would be a point to where you would just be like i give up man because a two-year-old is an unorthodox little atom just pinging around the world pinging around the universe in essence, and you can't you can't even wrap your head around what a two-year-old wants to do. You can try to get them to conform to what you want to do or what you think is fun, but in all reality, there's still just going to be a two-year-old. And two-year-olds need to ping around other two-year-olds because two-year-olds pinging into two-year-olds will absorb two-year-old energy just like an adult needing to be around other adults. I'm not a psychologist. I'm just saying... That's just my observation of being around a two-year-old and an eight-month-old for the last few months. It's a lot. So, that's all I got. Just thinking about how good of a day it's been. Signing off. Windshield time. A little short but sweet one today. Hope you all have a good week.